Hi, it's Kelvin, and today we're learning all about introverts and extroverts, and how to love, live, and work together well. And let's just say that host Melinda, she's on the hot seat, as she and her husband get interviewed about their introvert-extrovert marriage. You're not going to want to miss this show. Welcome to See Here Love, and we have a very special show for you today because it's all about introverts and yes, extroverts like me. As my See Here Love team is deciding what show should we do for this Valentine's week and month, we talked about relationships. And one of the team members said, well, why don't we interview you, Melinda, and your husband, who's an introvert, on how your marriage is working or the challenges that you're facing, which then morphed into a complete show on me learning and understanding introverts. As you can tell, a lot of my team members are introverts. So this show is all about me listening, learning, and leaning in to who are introverts, what do they need, and how can extroverts and introverts get along? Did you know that 50% of the population are introverts? So we better learn how we best can support them and love them. So the best thing to do is to talk to Holly Girth, the Wall Street Journal bestselling author. She's a life coach and licensed counselor, and she wrote the book, The Powerful Purpose of Introverts. And so I sat down with her earlier from her home to my home to talk about what an introvert needs, how they work, how they need to be affirmed, how introverts and extroverts can get along and how they are wired. And this conversation was a great learning for me. Let's take a listen to me and Holly Girth on Introverts. Well, Holly Girth, welcome to See Here Love. It's so good to see you again. You too. Thank you so much for having me. And I, this is such a special moment because you were one of our first guests in our first season of See Here Love, and now we're in our sixth season, and you're back and with a tremendous resource and book that I'm so excited to talk to you about. Yes. And Congratulations on six seasons. Thank you. And I just realized that I'm matching cover. <laughs> <laughs> the powerful purpose of introverts. So let's just start off because I think there's a lot of confusion about the definition of introvert and extrovert. So maybe you can shed some light on that for us. Yeah, so introverts and extroverts, we tend to think it's about things like how much we enjoy small talk or whether we wanna to go to parties all the time, but it's actually wired into our brain and nervous system. It's really based on how we engage with our external environment. And so extroverts are at their best when they have a lot coming at them. Introverts tend to be at their best when they're in situations where they can fully focus, like having time for reflection, meaningful conversation with one person, a project they're passionate about. And so that's the main switch I want people to be able to make. That first, it's wired into us, our brains and nervous systems. And second, it's about how we engage with our environment, not how much we like socializing or not. Oh, that's really interesting. Because it has always been like an introvert is always like doesn't like people and wants to be quiet. Or an extrovert like myself is all about the party. And so I'm glad that I can sit down with you and learn from you because it, it's helpful for an extrovert to understand introverts. My husband, uh, one of my, my kids is an introvert, so this is a really good learning. I guess this is the first question. 
in that, you know, you write in your book, well, even the title, The Powerful Purpose of Introverts. Do they really need to know that they have a purpose? Because for an extrovert, I'm like, of course I have a purpose. I'm here. <laughs> I, I've been born and I'm, I'm here on, this, on this earth. But that's an interesting statement title because that seems to maybe maybe exemplify how introverts feel about themselves. Yeah, well, our culture is more extroverted as a whole, even though about half of the population is made up of each type. And so I often find that introverts feel pressure to be someone that they're not, to act more extroverted, to meet some kind of ideal they have in their mind. And so discovering their purpose means knowing I am created as an introvert. That is a good thing. And the world needs the strengths and gifts that I have to offer, that I don't need to change who I am to be able to contribute. Instead, who I am is already valuable and intentional. And so that's true of both types. I want extroverts to be extroverts, introverts to be introverts, because I think God made us a complementary pairing, that we are better together and we need all of what we have to offer. It's good, Holly. So as an extrovert, how can I help introvert friends, my husband, kids, know that they are purposeful? They are purposeful, they're powerful, that they matter. And like, you know, you said like 50% of the population are introverts. But I think for extroverts, we're like, we're all, you know, we're the people. But I think it's just, I, I'm really wanting to, to know what to say and what to do to really help my introverted people. Yeah, that's a thoughtful question. I appreciate that. So I think pointing out the strengths you see in them, like those friends and your husband that you described, telling them, hey, you're my go-to people. Like, I love that you listen well, that we spend intentional time together and whatever else they bring to that relationships. Because introverts can compare like all of us do and say, I need to be more like someone else. So when we are told, hey, you bring value to my life just by being who you are, then that's a big deal. Mm -hmm. And so I think just for introverts to know that we're not lacking anything. We are exactly who we need to be for God's purpose for our lives. And in a world that's loud and chaotic and overwhelming, I think that introverts that can bring things like listening well, reflecting, understanding, it's really important. And even in leadership, we have a different style of leadership, but studies show that introverts are just as effective as leaders. So my hope is that introverts and extroverts will both just fully be who God made them because that's what we need is more people just saying, I'm going to be exactly who God made me. That's awesome. Holly, thank you so much. This book is fantastic. Like it really is. And, and maybe cause I love orange and it, and it just works <laughs> for me today, but it's really good. And it's a really great read. It's like an easy read, but what I love about it is just that it's, it's easy, but it's insightful. And it really like, this is one that Chris and I are actually going to read together. <laughs> uh. He may read it quietly and then I'll just discuss it with him. Uh, so thank you so much. And I think that you know, I think that for the introverts that are listening, I just love that you say you have a purpose, that you are valuable, you are valued. You don't have to be like an extrovert like me um, to do great things, but that you can just be uniquely you. And I love that you found your path that way too, Holly. I think that's, that's really encouraging, inspiring. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks so much. Thanks for being with us. Thanks, Holly Girth. I learned a lot about introvert and extroverts and our wiring, but now I've got the amazing 
monthly contributor, leadership coach, author, all around fantastic woman, Joe Saxon with me. Joe, it's good to have you back again. It's always good to be with you. Thanks for having me. And I am so glad that we are talking about introverts and extroverts today. Okay, first off, are you an introvert or extrovert, Joe? I'm very much an extrovert, yes. <laughs> very much. Yes. Yeah, I was, I know it wasn't even like a trick question. I'm like, <laughs> obviously, I'm an extrovert too. So I think this is a great discussion because after I talked with Holly Girth, um, because I had assumed that most great leaders, Joe, are extroverts because we can communicate, we can be upfront. She said, actually, a lot of great leaders are introverts. Mm -hmm. Would you agree? What are your thoughts about that? Because it kind of shocked me because I thought all these great leaders would be extroverts. It's more about how someone recharges that and how they process. So to, to be extrovert means, yeah, I recharge and I get energy from people. Mm -hmm. And an introvert may get energy by withdrawing a bit more. But actually, when, when you've recharged, how you lead is how you lead. And so right. I think it means it's possible for all of us, regardless of our personality type. I think we're used to certain personalities and we're used to describing leadership in public ways, but we're missing out when we miss out what extroverts bring to the table. Mm -hmm. how, how would you say that is the best way for introverts and extroverts to work together? I mean, you're in leadership coaching yeah. and, that's a, and there are really distinct differences yes. uh, between the two. How would you say we can best work together? If there's going to be a meeting, I may ask them their question at the end. If I'm asking a group a question, I'm not deciding the one who comes first is the person who's most interested, who's most passionate, who's most committed. I might say, hey, we're going to give the introverts a little bit more time to think about this so that they can bring their best answer. And I'll say to the extrovert, look, you can go first, mm. but I know that you may be processing why you talk. And it might even appear that you're contradicting yourself because it's in the process of talking that you're reasoning out your views. And so I've, that's been one thing that's helped me. Also to say, if there's a demanding meeting, I might encourage the introverts to have a bit of space before the demanding meeting takes place. Mm -hmm. To have a bit of space and to maybe follow up with an email afterwards because knowing that they bring out their best insights when they've had a chance to recharge on their own. No, that's really good. Uh, I, I guess what I'm, I'm really fascinated about is that, you know, you're all about, you know, sort of this, you know, rising up, uh, you know, not allowing blocks and hindrances to keep us back. And I am going to assume that a lot of introverts uh, because of their personality, they see leaders and, and, and shiny people leading and doing the thing that that actually would hinder them from actually stepping into what God has called them to do because of their wiring and their makeup and personality. Would you, would you say so? Yeah, I think if we haven't created a culture which celebrates the uniqueness um, that an introvert brings, then it's natural that they'll perceive that leadership is a personality type and that unless you fit into this mold, there's no place for you. So I think it's important for us as we seek to draw out leaders that we are elevating and celebrating and, and, and being articulate in our language saying, you know, Leadership isn't about whether you're loud or whether you've got the answer immediately. Leadership is how you take the gifts you've been given and, and, and be intentional with the influence God has given you. I think if we can create a pathway to make it easy for an introvert to step on, then we'll be bringing pipelines of introverts through very well. And if we can honor their gift and, and, and not assume that's because someone's an introvert that they're not going to be good upfront speaking and things like that. I mm -hmm. think that those, those things will help us um, make room for all the gifts that God has given and all the, all the ways he's designed his people. I love that. There's a lot of listening, 
and being mm-hmm. present and learning really like it's sometimes it's it, it's going to take a while but i think yeah. there's an intentionality joe of listening to your team listening to your husband your spouse on how we recharge what fills us yeah and how we can support and love that person through Absolutely. it's amazing thank you you are such an expert i always love hearing from you thank you so much for being with us. I can't wait to, to see you next month as we talk more about, you know, um, rising up um, and leading well and stepping into what God has called us to do. So thanks again, Joe, for being with us. Thanks so much. Great to be with you. Well, yes, you did hear that while I was talking with Joe that I am going to be interviewed with my husband about my marriage by co-host Cheryl Nemhard. The tables are turned. The chairs are turned. I'm kind of freaking out, but the team has said, We've got to hear what's working, what's not, and how you can encourage other marriages that are extrovert and introvert. But first, uh, here's a way that you can join our See, Here Love community because we want to be a part of your story. See, Here Love is where you are. Find our hopeful and inspiring faith stories on your favorite platform and encouraging content daily on Instagram and Facebook. To learn more and stay updated, sign up for our newsletter on seeherelove.com. From the host of See, Here Love, Melinda Estabrooks and 50 of her guests and friends comes the book, Always Know, full of stories of lives that are inspiring, wise, and life-changing. God hears you. He hears your prayers. He hears the longing for connection. He hears the cries of pain that you're experiencing, and He loves you deeply. This month, with your ministry gift of $25 or more, or when you become a new monthly donor, request your copy of Always Know. It is a collection of stories to help you today in the things that you're struggling with, the things that you were confronted with. And I know that these stories will encourage you. Call 1-800-265-3100 or visit crossroads.ca slash always know or seeherelove.com slash always know and request your copy. I'm Chantel, and um, I'm an introvert, and something that I've noticed with being an introvert and having extroverted friends is that they so often will push me beyond my comfort zone, which is really cool because I have a tendency to kind of just stay where I'm comfortable and to just be very relaxed and focused on that, but when I am around extroverted people, I'm often pushed to do things that I wouldn't be comfortable doing, and that'll often just make me value um, experiences so much more because it's something that like maybe in my heart I'd want to do but I just wouldn't have the guts to do on my own Um, and then I think something that I bring to the table that most extroverted people might not have um, or be drawn to is that I'm very toned down and very relationship focused and looking um, at depth and different things like that in conversation and that's where I like thrive and something I really enjoy and so I think for an extroverted person that's probably really helpful as it helps to draw them down a little bit more and um, just build those relationships and so I think both have a lot to offer in friendships both are really really valuable and helpful Um, And yeah, so I think that's just kind of the difference, but benefits between extroversion and introversion in a friendship. 
What an amazing conversation we've been having today with Joe Saxon on leadership and author Holly Girth on this whole purpose and power of introverts. Well, Speaking of introverts, I want to flip the tables today. You're going to see something a little different. It's the moment we've been waiting for. I get the privilege of interviewing the extrovert of extroverts, Melinda Estabrooks herself and her incredible husband, my homie, Chris Orm, the introvert of introverts. And I have been dying. I'm sure many of you have been joining me this. How does it work? Well, today we are going to talk to these guys. You guys are on the hot seat today. Yeah. I know, and Cheryl, you're the only one that I can honestly think of that could interview us that Chris actually would allow to be interviewed by. So I, I'm not even joking. So thank you, thank you so much. I am dying. These are all things I want to know. How in the world does uh, these, how do these two orbits collide? How did you meet? Uh, like, what, you know, how did you find out you were different? Just any thoughts about, because we look at you guys and think, whoa, <laughs> whoa. Oh, and we do too, Cheryl. There are moments where we go, whoa, how did that happen? But Chris, why don't you answer, like, how we knew that we were... Well, sure, yeah. Like, it, I mean, well, it started with me looking at her and going, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, that was... We, how it starts. We first met at a, an event uh, where a friend of mine was speaking, and he'd asked me to come along. And um, Mel was at this event and floating around the room like she does in a fabulous dress and amazing shoes. Mm. And I just felt compelled to go and say hi. And you know, the way I did it was like, hi, I, I, man, I really like your shoes. And I think it kind of- Yeah, he did say that. Kind of threw her off. And it threw me off that I went through with Especially it. Especially like that doesn't seem like how you would be. Hey, I saw what I saw and I had to act. Okay, so, okay. Um, <laughs> I love it. And the shoes, shoes is a big win. Hey, it's Chris, friend of See, Here Love with Melinda. Sorry to interrupt this conversation, but I just had to let you know that the only way that See, Here Love gets to produce fun and authentic conversations like this one is through your financial donations. So go to seeherelove.com and click on the big donate button. Thanks for your support. Let's get back to the show. What has surprised you, Chris, about the way Melinda's wired? And Melinda, what has surprised you about the way Chris is wired the most? Wow. Wow. So, okay. Yeah. I mean, I love I, that. Wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Get ready. This is, this is deep. Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. So I think, you know, there's just a presence um, that, that she carries and I see this in a lot of my extroverted friends. Like there's just, there's the, just this innate ability. I don't even think they know they're doing it. You know, it's just, uh, it's just the way that they occupy that space and, and use space. Mm -hmm. And, and what has been, yeah, just really surprising for me is actually as a, as an introvert, I found that, okay, cool. I can actually hop on some of that energy. Nice. I don't need to fake it. Like, like I don't need to be this like, oh, I'm going to be this bubbly, energetic guy. Because, you know, oh, Mel's got that covered. Mel's got <laughs> the bubbly, energetic thing. I can be, I can ride it. I can be with her nice. in that moment. And I can actually kind of, you know, maybe start to reflect some of that back. Mm. But, um, yeah, that's been, it's, it's really interesting, just the difference. Mm. I, in love the that that. I love that. I love that hopping on and hopping off. It's great. 
Yeah. That's, that's so cool. What about you? Yeah. Yeah, Gerald, it's good. Um, I think one of the greatest things about Chris in, in being introverted is just his depth of, it's just this knowledge, the words, the thoughtfulness, like because I'm so fast and active, I don't take the time like Chris does to think thoroughly through things and then come out with this like unbelievable truth that people go, whoa, what was that word? What did you just say? What was that theological thing you just said? Like I am, I sit in amazed at Chris where I speak a lot, I'm a communicator, but I've sat in rooms where Chris hasn't said anything and then he says one thing. I know. And, and it, it shifts the room. Shifts it. People literally go mind blown. Like, and I'm like, what just happened? And it, it can be at a party. It can be out anywhere. Uh, it's, it's just amazing where because he's observing and he's thinking and he's processing, mm. he's been thoughtfully come up with something that's really profound that you only need to say once and put it out there. And there it is. Whereas sometimes I'm always trying to fill space fill it, fill it, fill it with my wise, quippy, witty things, uh, which most of it gets lost anyway. That's been really amazing to, to witness and see and think about even for me being a, a lot more thoughtful in that space. Oh, guys, this inter- I wish we can go forever. This interview is amazing. And I love that. I really recognize that in my own marriage, like our hundred words for their one, but their one word, right, Mel? So weighty. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. how have you crashed into each other? How have you challenged and rubbed against each other with these two opposing like ways of being? Funniest one, Cheryl, I think is even in like it's little things, it's, this is not necessarily introvert extrovert stuff, mm-hmm. but it's more like just pers- our personality types. But you see this played out in like everyday stuff, like cooking. We cook very differently. <laughs> I'm a clean as you go guy. I, I if I finish with the measuring cup, I rinse the measuring. I feel cup. like you're venting right now, Chris. <laughs> no, is this like a therapy session? What's happening here, Cheryl? Uh, I clean up as I go yeah you know and so but th- but then Mel has the approach well, of I like this, to see everything no exactly but it's just like Mel has this approach of like I'm gonna just do it and she's right there fully in it yes, present for each moment as it. each little piece of chicken is being sauteed meanwhile like I'll be like off puttering doing the yeah. six other things but so. you know the other thing too that pre-covid was I think that the clash for us in the crash was me full out FOMO um and you know and Chris was like uh, one thing this week. Thank you. And I'd be like, but we wouldn't be going to this party or this fundraiser. Like we need to be seen. We need to be out there. And he's like, honestly, that doesn't matter to me. Like I'm going to go pick the one thing that's really important mm-hmm. and I'm okay to say no to things. Mm-hmm. Um, part of that is, is just his value system. The other part is I think in the introverted part, Cheryl is that he's Love like, that. cannot go to three or four or five things. It would like completely just sort of yeah. take him out. So that was actually good for me because it actually helped me prioritize our values in our home and what is needed to go to and not. So I love it. I love it. I think you would be remiss to leave this moment and not give advice to a young couple coming up Mm -hmm. uh, that are sitting there going, oh my gosh, this is us. So please, please shed some light, be lighthouses now. Mm -hmm. Uh, For those that are navigating some stormy waters, what advice would you give to couples that are in this interesting dynamic of being completely opposite? Mm -hmm. That's good. Yeah, I'll, I'll go from the introvert perspective and just I think one of the big things that I value in our relationship is just it has to be safe there has to be safety right and so 
in the midst of that safety, my obligation almost as an introvert is to, is to say, okay, I got a name, but these, this is my need at this moment. It has to be okay. It has to be okay that where I can, where I'm comfortable enough to say, you know what, babe, like I, I got nothing. My tank is empty right now, you know, or I can push through and do this one thing, you know, sure. I'll come on your show and be interviewed, but I'm having a nap this afternoon. A big one. Big nap. It is. This is big, you know? Cheryl. This is big for him. But, but just, yeah, really very simple. It's just like whoever you are, whether you're the introvert or the extrovert, you know, have that discussion, have that honest discussion about, okay, this is the kind of stuff that I need. Tell me what you need. Let's figure out a way that we can do it together. Just talk about it. Don't yeah. just let it happen and be like, why are we so frustrated with each other? Well, no, let's, let's talk. Yeah. Know? I would say for any young couple, and it's something I'm learning and growing into is that obviously any relationship takes sacrifice and other centeredness. And as an extrovert who wants to go to every party and be at the center of everything and go, 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 the relationship is not going to work with an introvert that can't do it. That literally that is not their safe space or their place. And so it's this learning to say, if I'm in this relationship with an introvert and extrovert, we have to listen to one another, listen to the needs of each other and then accommodate and, and work together. So I can't force Chris to come out with me, um, you know, every night and then, you know, he does and then he burns out or we get angry and there's a blow up. Like it, that doesn't work. We have to figure out like in the beginning, sure, how we talked about the rhythm of how it works. And you know what? It's not going to be perfect when you start, but you'll get there as you listen, you spend time talking, having date nights and figuring it out and, mm-hmm. and you'll get there. I mean, you know, again, I think the beauty is that this is our second time around um, in a blended family and what a gift to find each other and, and do this hard work, even though we're extrovert and introvert. It's, it's, it's been awesome. Yeah. yeah. It's been really awesome. Well, guys, I, I love your dynamic uh, as, as opposite as it is from the East to the West. I love it. And I love what you're building and I love that you can share and we can learn from it. And speaking of a dynamic couple, we are going to go now to Juno nominated singer, Brooke Nichols and her husband, Steve, as they share the good word. Let's take a listen. Hey, thanks so much, Cheryl. Hi, everyone. I'm Brooke Nichols. And I'm Steve. I'm Brooke's husband. And maybe you've seen us here on the show before, or maybe you've seen us lead worship. Um, I'm always the one kind of uh, out in front. I'm leading, I'm speaking, I'm mingling with people. Yeah, and I'm usually the one uh, hiding in the back somewhere <laughs> or off to the side, trying to take care of the details. <laughs> that is true. And I don't know what I would do without a details person in my life. You know, Steve and I have been married for five years now. And early on in our relationship, we learned that I was extremely extroverted and he was extremely introverted. And instead of seeing those things as weaknesses, we actually leaned into them uh, and learned to see them as strengths and learned uh, to see the value in the way that God had wired each one of us. Yeah. Psalm 139 verse 13 and 14 says, For you formed me, you knit me together in my mother's womb, and I praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. And that's been one of the great things uh, about our marriage is that, you know, even though we're different, we're pretty much on opposite ends of the introversion, extroversion spectrum. Uh, We get to be reminded every day 
uh, that God created each of us with intentionality and with purpose. And when we view each other through that lens, we actually see how well we go together. Yeah, it's true. And so we wanted to encourage you and remind you today, you know, whether uh, you're an extrovert or you're an introvert, or maybe you're somewhere in between. Uh, to lean into the truth that God does not make mistakes. That's right. You know, you don't need to try and be more extroverted. You don't need to try and be more introverted. Um, you know, whether it's in your marriage or in another relationship, you will be the best version of yourself if you focus on who God has created you to be. That's right. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. The number of COVID-19 cases climb across our The world is changing, but the Word of God remains unchanged. Well, thanks, Brooke and Steve, Holly Girth, Joe Saxton, Sean Emhard, and my husband, Chris, for sharing your honest thoughts about introvert and extrovert. You know, the thing I learned in this show is that we need to really listen show lots of grace and understanding to one another as we have different personalities, as we're wired differently. And I think grace is the key that we show grace to one another, even through our differences and definitely a lot of unconditional love. And I think my husband would be nodding in agreement to that. If you want more information about introvert and extroverts, about our guests, resources, extra content, go to seeherelove.com and you can find all of that there. And as you relate to your introvert spouse or your introvert child or colleague, know this, that God is with you, that he wants relationships to succeed so that we can grow and mature together. And as we do, know this promise that you are seen, you are heard, and you are deeply loved by God. See Here Love with Melinda Estabrooks is a production of Crossroads Christian Communications Incorporated, a member of the Canadian Council of Christian Charities. To support this program, please visit seeherelove.com and click the donate button or call 1-800-265-3100. And from me and the See Here Love team, thanks so much for your support.